0: What is happening, fellow fantasy DMs? I'm JJ Wang, this is the theater one DJ Gov, and with our powers combined, we are fantasy couriers. What's
1: up, JJ Wang? Welcome, everybody, out to Tonight, for us, as we're recording this, we want to welcome you to the Fantasy Couriers. It's our first official podcast. We've been um, having a little fun with this, doing it for our local leads. Now, we thought we would share out with some of uh, the world and see what you all thought of our crazy, crazy ideas and crazy thoughts. There's nothing official about us. It's just our brains spewing all over this podcast here, sharing what we think. And it might be totally bogus. We might be totally wrong, but we're going to have fun while we do it. We hope you enjoy as well. We thought we'd take this first show and um, sort of tell you who we are and then go talk a little bit about some of the um, players that we like that might not be consensus favorites and then give our favorite player of all time. First off, we're going to talk about our connection, um, where we come from. We are from a place called the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia. We grew up together, went to school together for many years. Uh, separated um, once we got to college, um, JJ Wang there went off into the military. I was off becoming a teacher, and then years later we came back together through our love for fantasy, and we've been talking smack and talking ideas for ever since that ha- that's happened a couple of years back. So JJ Wang here, um, let, let's. How long have you? When did you get into fantasy officially?
0: So I started in probably two thousand it was a work league uh actually my very first pick i ever made was sean alexander after he had that huge year and uh proceeded to be injured so that was a great way to introduce myself into fantasy um pretty much redraft guy the whole time until what three years ago when we started our our original trust the process league that's when i first started dynasty um and ever since then that's all i really wanted to play
1: oh wow pretty much my only funny story sean alexander I um, in the league that i started fancy back in 99 there were six of us in a little bitty house in a little bitty apartment building we were called the front Royal independent League um, that league has been going on since i got a buddy oh, who i've been oh yeah. Front Royal. Yeah. Yeah. Front Vegas. <laughs> I have a buddy I've been in um, leagues with ever since that year. We've always been in leagues together and that has turned into the auction league that we do together. But funny story about the friendle is one year I-, I drafted these two guys. One guy was named Sean Alexander. One guy was named Priest Holmes. Neither of them started off too well. So I dropped Priest Homes and then he exploded. It was at Chiefs year. And my buddy who I've been in leagues with for years had Priest Homes the rest of his career. And we did keepers. And then I dropped Sean Alexander, and my brother, I think, ended up with him. And he just blew up. I was like, oh, come on, man. Just bad luck. Bad luck you live, you learn over the years. But I've been doing it ever since then. I started Dynasty. Uh, I think we figured out it was – um when was Peterson's rookie year? Was that 10?
0: Was it 10? Might have been. Yeah, around that
1: time. Around that time. So, so ever since Adrian Peterson's rookie year, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, But – I've been doing dynasty since then. That was my first one. It's the greater North American dynasty society is the name of that league. Um, he was drafted in 2007. So it had been, um, 2007. Well, we're off. Don't watch our show. Yeah. We know nothing. Absolutely. nothing. <laughs> Beep, we're done. Okay. Um, uh, but no, that was my first year. Um, and I'll talk more about that a little bit later, but I've been doing that one for years and I jumped into a, another league called the bourbon bowl. And that's a, a big league that I got you into a couple of years ago and oh, I jumped into your that. league. And then we started one this year. And then this year I also took on an orphan team. So I now have five dynasty teams. It's, it's so much more fun than the redraft. So you'll notice a lot of our talk here will be about where guys are now, but there will be a lot of dynasty focus because that's where, that's where our hearts are. Right. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I, I'm in a couple of redraft leagues, you know, that I'll always be in, but I'm
0: definitely not in the mode of adding redraft leagues. Definitely in a mode of adding dynasty leagues. So um, how many how many
1: teams do you have? Well, if you
0: combine the uh, dynasty and the redraft leagues, it is eleven. Um, six dynasty leagues, five redrafts. Um, probably, probably say that's going to be my limit until next year. I'll probably add two more. <laughs> it's just how it goes.
1: Yeah, I'm, I can
0: do about
1: it. I'm rocking the eight this year. Five dynasty, two re, two three redrafts. One's a charity league we do. Um, but and then I do an auction league with you, and then the other one is a league. I just keep doing because my keepers are Mahomes and Camara, so I just I just can't get rid of them, and I still have them for another six, seven, eight years. <laughs>
0: yeah, they might as well stay on. I've yeah. only gotten one yeah. championship
1: out of it; it's painful. So, um, but yeah. So <laughs> as you hear, we we spend too much time watching fantasy football, playing fantasy football, watching football, and listening to football podcasts. So we thought we'd sit here, chat it up, talk some on our own, and. This could be total gibberish. This could be us talking to ourselves. This could be us talking to our friends. But hey, I hope you enjoy what you hear. But today, what we want to do is we're, we're going to each share one person from each position outside of the top 10 that we think is going to have a good year this year. So it will be more redraft um, 2021 focus, but a, a guy we think is going to step up or in some of the cases be consistently what they were Um we, th- we like them more above the norm than others might like them. They're not really guys we're ready to plant our flag with, but guys that we think are going to be good.
0: Absolutely. I'm looking forward to getting into it. So I'll start with the guys that we're probably torn between the most. Um, I think it's more negative than positive at this point, but I still like the guys. Uh, Sam Darnold. Um, new team, uh, new offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, definitely a quarterback. Friendly system, more weapons than he's ever had. Um, he's got Christian McCaffrey. That's a hundred free receptions right there. I mean, best way to start. You got DJ Moore. Still knows Robbie Anderson. Uh, you got Terrence Marshall. I think it's a great, uh, a great new new spot for him to land. I think he's definitely, definitely got a chance. I mean, I I consider him better than Teddy Bridgewater. So if Teddy Bridgewater can be successful, why not Sam Darnold? <sighs>
1: Ugh, I throw up a little bit in my mouth. Everything you're saying there is partially true. He did get rid of his biggest flaw that he had the last couple of years. That would be um, old number two, Mr. Gase. Yes, the uh, instruction he does to teams, players, and the world not named Peyton Manning. That one year, uh, one but, year. But he does. He does. I'll, I'll give him. He has more weapons. I could. He does I have more? I talk smack every year. This guy's garbage. I didn't like him coming out of college. I didn't like him because he's a jet i didn't like him because he was bad on the jets i didn't like he didn't do anything there i think he's overrated he's young he's got weapons this is the year that either i am people are going to just chop me down big time because i have been talking smack for years or i'm going to be singing dancing and telling everybody how right i was
0: well so they did pick up his i do believe they picked up his fifth year option so he does got what two more years so he's got two years to um make his to play his flag right there in uh in carolina. If he can't do it, he can't do it. It's not they didn't really give up a whole lot uh a lot to get him uh as far as fantasy goes. They gave up I too much. I think there's potential there.
1: We'll see. Uh my guy, my, my first one is the homer pick. Uh if you don't if you don't know you'll see him. I'm a dolphins fan. Um JJ Wang there, he is a he used to be a Cowboys fan to, until he weren't good he anymore. Now he he's a fantasy fan. So you you know how it works. He'll be a Cowboys yeah. fan a couple of years when they're good again. We'll see how it works. We'll see how it works. But I, uh it's not not so much dolphins. I've I have been ebbing and flowing with him, but it's it's Tua talk about Aloha as my kid as my son will go. Tua is he had a, he had a consistently rough, consistent year last year. He's coming off of the hip injury last year. All he did in the offseason was focus on that hip. He had no offseason to start as a rookie year, but the argument is neither did Herbert. But Herbert also didn't have a possible career-ending hip injury. He had to he had to rehab. You look up the drops. I was looking up twelve drops by his receivers that it equaled to about twenty-five points for the team. So imagine the stats that would have accumulated through those this year. His weapons. He's not. He's not throwing to JaKeem He's not throwing to Grant. He's not throwing to Preston Williams on one leg. He's not throwing to Devontae Parker, who I believe is vastly overrated. He's he's throwing to Will Fuller after game one. He's throwing to Waddle. He's got Preston Williams, who we both love. Devontae Parker is the four, if not the five, because Sicky's a much better Gaskin. We're both Gaskin guys. We like uh, he's he's a good, solid running back. He's not gonna, he's not gonna win you a league, but he's gonna carry you through. Tua's got this year in the system. He is gunning it. Everybody was all, oh no, he threw five interceptions day one. Yes, that's because the drill on day one was to throw it into holes where you can't throw balls. So, of course, you're going to throw interceptions when you're throwing places the ball is not supposed to go. But he's one-year healed. He looks like a man this year. He is jacked. He's been in the weight room. He's ready to go. I think Tua's going to take that step that many don't. So get him now while you can. Yeah, I mean, if you were,
0: if, I mean, if you were going to get him, now is going to be it. I mean, his price isn't going to go down at this point. It's going to go straight up. Um I like to. I mean, more of a mid-range quarterback for me. He does. I guess he. Guess he does have that potential. Um, like I say, he's still young. Um, I'm not howling their weapons. I mean, they do got Will Fuller. Um, he he's worked really well with Deshaun Watson. Uh, they played real well together. Big deep deep threat guy. Waddle. We don't know. I like Waddle. Um, be that good underneath guy. I think he's. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: that's Monta Smith. Remember.
1: Both of them. The big hands.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, he's got options. Uh, like I say, I think he's more of the mid mid range mid range guy with a little bit of potential. Got no issues there. Good pick.
1: So I'll throw out the the first running back I have here. Um, he's a he's a forgotten guy, but ironically, most people don't even notice that if you look at senior seasons, comparing Miles Sanders to Saquon Barkley. Miles Sanders actually had a statistically better senior year in college. Now, is Miles Sanders Saquon Barkley? No. Miles Sanders would be eaten by Saquon Barkley for dinner because he's a giant man. But Miles Sanders is a solid football player. I mean, you got to remember, there are football players that aren't as big as others. Miles Sanders is in a great situation where they're going to run. I see her, I think Hertz is going to run more than he did last year. I could see it being similar to the Baltimore situation. I don't think Hertz is as as fast or power as big really as, um, you're looking at Lamar, but if they're going to run like that, miles is, um, miles his he had a good uptick once Hertz came in with some of those running plays he got after Hertz was when you got that guy's good to do dump offs as he's trying to do there. I wouldn't be surprised if they threw in the option. Miles is a solid back. Everyone's worried about them bringing in. They have like four running backs behind them that are great running back sevens and they got, um, Gainwell to be the pass catching running back he didn't play football last year. Dude's been out for two years. He had one good season. Um, He did share the field with Gibson in college, you know, but Miles Sanders is a beast. His breakaway runs last year were sick. You, he would be sitting there like he he did kill us a couple times, but then he would be sitting there like dun, 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 then boom, breakaway 70 yard touchdown run. They are disgusting to watch. He's got power. He's on an offense that there's not a lot of weapons. So he's either, he's got the opportunity and, I think he steps up this year. Um, just like with two, I don't think any of these are going to be top four or five guys, but they're going to be solid. I think they could both land. He could land within the top 10 easily, especially with one year under his belt of Hurts with the system moving forward.
0: Yeah, I don't, I've got no complaints there. I'm not a huge Miles Sanders guy. He's definitely going to get the opportunity. Um, they do seem to like Boston Scott a lot. He seems to get a lot of, a lot of run in that offense. Um, and he is effective when he comes in. So you throw in Gainwell. So now there's another back. That's that's three. Um, bring in Devonta Smith. So that's another option there. Um, hopefully Jake uh, Rager takes that next step. So that's another option. So yeah, uh, Philadelphia was bad last year. Um, Sanders did okay with uh very limited options as far as offensive power goes. So you bring in all those all those options again. Uh, with Hurts taking, hopefully taking that next step. Uh, there might not be as much play there for Miles Sanders as one might think. But, I mean, like, definitely going to get all the opportunity. Not sure about the pass catching. Uh, that that could go a different way. Um, but, like I said, we'll see. Like you said, you're not – I don't think you're drafting him to be that top 12 guy. I mean, I think you're drafting him to be that solid RB2 um, with potential to have top 12 games. That's, that's how I would take Miles Sanders. Well, so I'll jump into the uh, running back that I choose, player that's near, dear to my heart. Um, early, I was in early on him last year, heard, heard a few people talk to him, his name stuck in my head, um, the undrafted free agent, James Robinson, great year last year, uh, I think he finished as the wide receiver, seven, I believe, he did miss the last few games.
1: Even Crazy the running work- back seven.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Crazy workload. Um I think it was 240 carries, 50 catches, roughly. Um, this year, I don't think the catches are going to be there since they drafted ATN. Still think the carries are going to be there. Um, 200, maybe 200 carries, uh, 35 catches. So he get eight nine, 800 total yards, uh, seven eight touchdowns. I mean, I think he could definitely be like that low end RB two that that were. Or- flex that you that you could plug in there
1: every week um, you got nothing argues from me i got you got you were right on the 49 receptions 1070 on his um, rushing total 344 I, I don't think a lot of people are saying that ET, i agree with you on the etn thing i think it even less than you i look at what what could happen there with the way they're built remember those saints teams ingram got his camara got his and they were both two different kinds of players. I love ETN. I'm weaning a little bit on him because there's more and more just good stuff coming out about Robinson in the draft day. I threw up a little bit of my mouth because I'm a James Robinson <laughs> dynasty owner in one league as well. And But I, I agree with you on everything there. You're not going to get any arguments from me. Like He's not going to get 49 receptions, but I, he can still pull in 30. Oh,
0: absolutely. Just, I think 30 is definitely – he's still going to be on the field um yeah. a lot. Him and Etienne, I think, are going to be on the field the whole uh, together a lot. Um, but they're wide receivers you got Chart, Chenault, and uh, what was the uh, Detroit guy?
1: Uh, uh, Jones.
0: J- Jones. Um, they don't use a tight end,
1: so they do. Yes, you, they do. Wait, do you see? Well, they might use. Well, they might use one. But, okay, so twice maybe, every like, other week? Can,
0: <laughs> you can just put all those guys on the field at the same time, and and plenty plenty of balls to go around, especially with Trevor Lawrence tossing it around.
1: Can't lose. Okay, I, we're in agreement there. I, I don't think there's too much agreement either on our receivers. Who you got? There out. My receiver
0: is a uh, second year guy out of, from San Francisco, Brandon Ayuk. Um, I think he had almost 100 targets last year. There's a lot of San Francisco is dealing with a lot of injuries. So that might have something to do with it. Uh, but he's that number one guy. He's definitely the one on that team. Not too scared of Debo. Debo might get eight eight to ten touches a game uh, receiving and running. And then uh, once Kittle comes back fully healthy, you know he's going to get his workload. But to be completely honest, I'm I'm confident enough that Brandon I will be the number one receiving option on that team including Kittle. I mean, i jump up to 125 targets. Um, I think that'd be very easily accomplished with quarterbacks that they had last year, transfer that to Garoppolo and Lance. I think there's a great breakout season coming along for him.
1: I like Ayuk. I'm not as high on as him as you are. I'm a, I'm a Debo kind of guy. I, th- I still see Ayuk and Debo. I think they could, it depends on the game plan each week. I mean, we know Kittle's the one. I think Kittle's the one, 100%. Kittle's the first guy they're going to throw to. Kittle's the second guy they're going to throw to. And probably the third guy. And then we'll see who's the fourth guy that they decide to throw to. There's a rookie quarterback possibly. Who's a rookie quarterback's best friend? A good established tight end. Ayuk's a, a great player. Ayuk could easily be better than Debo on statistically. So he could end up being the better fantasy, which is what we're talking about. But I don't see it being that much of a difference because I Debo if Debo's – Healthy. There's a key again. Um, Ayuk could slide down a little bit because that was that's when he excelled last year, too. Debo was... <laughs> he was in rough shape last year. I
0: remember rough when I heard shape. about
1: the... In- <laughs> I was running up a mountain in Tennessee when I heard about the Debo injury, and I was just like, oh, there goes my dynasty receiver. And, Seems to be
0: the story of his career so far, so we'll see yeah. how that goes.
1: So, I, I like Ayuk. Not as high as you are, but I think he will... Um, I think he'll he'll be solid because that team's going to be good. Whether it's – they're going to be – if Jimmy G stays all year, they're going to be really good. Like, yeah. that means Jimmy G is playing Peyton Manning ball. If Trey Lance comes in, they're going to be good. They'll be competitive, and who knows? Like, I love Lance, but I think I'm too much – I like him too much because he hasn't shown it. That to go back to my – Yeah, season. but,
0: I, but I'm, just, I'm just high on everybody on that offense. I think that offense – I'm just – I like Kyle Shanahan. I think Kyle Shanahan's – one of the top three coaches, all our offensive coaches in the league. I mean, it's whatever, whatever offense he touches, it's gold. I mean, I I just can't go wrong with it.
1: Yeah. So my guy, uh, he's, he's a guy that I've been squeaking through and arguing for in other leagues is Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton with the shredded knees last year, just, oh, he got a, a whopping three receptions last year. But he had a heck of an average, 22 yards per reception, three for 66. You look at it. But if you look at him in that garbage, who's his quarterback spin? Garbage, 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 and then more garbage. Garbage. He had 124 targets, 72 receptions, 1,112 yards two years ago. The dude is a monster. He is a giant of a man, 6'4", 216. He is in an offense where he will not be double teamed. He he will not be double teamed because there's two good receivers. And they got no they got Noah Fant. They have Williams. So they're they're not gonna be able to two years ago. You could have argued, you know, Sutton's gonna get double, triple teamed. Um, you also look at the AFC West, their defenses are pretty much poop. So Denver has the best defense in the AFC West. So he's gonna get some openings. Whether it's hopefully it's Teddy, he's a little better than Locke. I mean, maybe if my dream comes true, the quarterback is um, Deshaun Watson. But regardless, Cortland Sutton is a guy in that he is a leader on this team. And that's a lot to be said about a receiver who's really only played two years and one year was rehabbing himself. So a third year receiver who is seen as a leader on the team sounds like a guy they are going to feed, they're going to feed and he is going to get back to where he was two years ago, if not higher, I could see him. I could see him equaling his 2019 easily with the garbage quarterback. That'd be, you know, 75 receptions, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns, easy.
0: Well, um, the good thing about that ACL injury, if there was a good thing about an ACL injury, then it happened in the first game of the season. So he's had it. It was. uh, So he's going to have the full uh, full year to recover. Um, Some people come back a little slower than others. uh, Here recently with modern – modern science and medicine, that people just come back after six months, it seems like, and they've never missed a step. But like I said, I'll kind of kind of wait for judgment until I see where he's at um, regarding how good he will have. Because if he doesn't start out strong, um, matching that rookie season is going to be really tough. Um, I think about, probably by about midseason he'll be back in full stride, um, open up that offense a little bit. But then you still got Jerry Judy on the other side. That's going to help him out too. Um, hopefully, Jerry Judy can take that next step. Um, but it's going to be hard for either one of them to take that next step until they figure out their quarterback situation. Hopefully, Locke can figure it out.
1: I'm I'm rooting for Locke. Uh, I really am. <laughs> this has turned into a comedy show. Okay, now to oh, wrap it up here with tight ends. Not much to say really on, on my tight end. Um, tight ends are basically what? three, four guys, then a bunch of garbage. Um, yeah, they're, they're all the same after that. Hopefully the garbage comes up and becomes one of those three, four guys. Um, I, I chose Dallas Goddard. Um, it was, for me, it was between him or Cole Commit, and I thought I'd be a little lazy and go with Goddard. Ertz is going to be gone, more than likely. Goddard, um, his numbers were down last year, but I, I think that everybody – last year – The offense was down. The offense was down. There wasn't consistency. This year, obviously, he'll have the time to work with Hertz. He's going to be the number one and and that's going to elevate him to that next level. Uh, do I think he'll be up there with Kittle and Waller? No. Could he battle, you know, the up-and-coming Hawkinson? Could he pop in there four or five? Mm-hmm. Possibly. I don't think so because Hawk's going to get a lot. Hawk's going to be the target monster there, but he could be fighting with Andrews easily.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I think he could be in that five, six, seven range. Mm-hmm. It all depends on if. If Hertz is a tight end guy, I mean, some quarterbacks just aren't tight end guys. I mean, that's just how it goes. Um, so last year didn't get, get really a full sample size, but I'm a, I'm a big uh, Goddard fan. Washington College, um, big, big guy, guy's a humongous target out there. So if you take Hurts away, it opens up that whole middle of the field for Goddard. Then you got the two, two speed guys on the outside with Smith and Rager. I think it opens up nicely for him. Um, like I said, it's just that offense has got to be better than it was last year. I mean, it yeah. just can't be anywhere. So I'm gonna switch over to my tight end. It's the second year tight end. Glad you went with Goddard instead of Komet because um, I'm going to go that route. I'm going to take uh Adam uh, Adam Trauman for New Orleans. Um, he didn't get a lot of run last year. I think, I think he had 15 catches on 16 targets, so catch the ball pretty well. Um, averaged 10 yards of carry or 10 yards of reception. Um, they had, uh, I think Jared Cook was there last year, correct? So he was, yep. he was taking all that, but he's going to be, he's going to be that number one tight end now with Jameis Winston coming in. I know, we know he likes to fling it all over the field. I'm sure Peyton will reel that in a little bit, um, trying to be more uh, conservative. So if you're trying to get Jameis to be more conservative, you know, let's look over the middle to get that big tight end, um knows? I mean, could we get 60-65 catches? Maybe 6-7 touchdowns? Maybe. I mean, they're going to throw a lot. I don't think they're going to be that dominant running game. So mm-hmm. if we can get 550 passes, um, Michael Thomas is eventually going to start wearing down. I'm not a huge Michael Thomas fan. And they don't really have, they don't have a lot of options. They got Camir coming out of the backfield. Um, that number two wide receiver is still up in the air for somebody to take a hold of so i mean the opportunities opportunities there uh just see
1: if you can take it yeah i mean he he's 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 enigma well who will who will be thrown to him like i i told you i hope it's i hope it's um our boy jamis if i i've had a dollar for everybody that talked to me this week like hey what do you think troutman's worth what do you think i don't know i mean you got you said you got those 15 catches uh it's it's 16 targets yeah, oh, you're at oh, yeah, one yeah. Ball. and i looked it up 11.4 oh, yards per reception so All
0: right he's a deep threat guy i mean
1: he's gonna find the middle of that field,
0: middle of the field he's
1: yeah find it. he's a he's a question mark i got nothing All bad right. i got nothing good it's uh take that dart and pow, he's a tight end i mean oh, crap i shoot. mean it's
0: a i mean it's a tight end you get three catches for 25 yards and you're a top top 12 tight end for the week so the year yeah so 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 that's our um that's our our four our top four there um thought we'd do something different here and give each of us give our fantasy our favorite fantasy player of all time who do you got for that Dove?
1: so mine is um a guy that it, it feels like a chalk pick but it's more a sentimental reason than anything else i said i started dynasty we figured out it was 2007 uh, my second pick I ever made, because all of us were new to Dynasty, was uh, this young kid out of Oklahoma. His name was Adrian Peterson. I picked him in the second round. I want to say I had like the ninth pick. Everybody looked at me like I had three eyeballs. They thought I was insane. They're like, dude, what are you doing? He is a rookie. You're drafting players. I was like, yeah, this is Dynasty. And he was pretty stinking good. He's so a started- good, I
0: mean, good was- pick.
1: You end up trading him later on in his career, but he's a he's a man among boys when it comes to the football field. He's, I mean, size-wise, probably most comfortable, really, to how Jim Brown looked playing on the field with people. Adrian yes. just clobbered people. He got me yards, touchdowns, um, but I just enjoyed I mean, it was a toss him, and then I was throwing Gates because Gates was a guy that he was with my original Dynasty team. Until he retired. So he was the only guy to survive me. So how about your guy? And then we're going to wrap things up here. Because our 15 minutes ended up being a lot longer. <laughs>
0: yeah, it usually does. So my guy kind of took a different route than uh than AP did. Uh, so my guy, uh, <laughs> Lamar Miller. I had such, He had that big year for Miami. I thought he was really going to be something special. I was like, I was all over this guy. So for the next two years, I proceeded to take Lamar Miller at the top of the draft every time. And he proceeded to let me down every time. Now, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't worth that first-round draft pick that I kept <laughs> I kept giving him one. So, uh, like I say, definitely turned out different than AP, but eh, if you win some, you lose some. At least I'll, I'll have the memories forever of Lamar Miller.
1: I think something, yeah. if people that are watching this, both of you that are watching this are thinking tonight, <laughs> learn one thing. You probably don't want to listen to us. <laughs> we might not know what we're talking about, but we're going to have fun doing it. Hopefully you enjoyed. You want to close out there, JJ Wang?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, it was a great time doing our first episode, and ho- hopefully there's many more, get a lot more viewers, and I'll close it out as I always do. Even though it does hurt me this time to say this, being that Philadelphia just Wash the way right out of the playoffs in basketball, but you know you gotta be true to yourself and uh, trust the process. <laughs>